Four minutes it is uh, after 8 p.m. And it's our tech conversations. We bring these to you every Wednesday. And uh, we try and have a conversation uh, in the uh, tech ecosystem, uh, in particular where tech meets uh, early stage enterprise and uh, some of the innovative solutions that are coming through there uh, that uh, are resonant to our context. I mean, tech uh, you know, uh, or tech that doesn't have any resonance to uh, some of the social needs and uh, challenges that we face in this country. And uh, my next guest is certainly uh, smack bang in the middle of that uh, uh, particular characterization. Uh, they've created a uh, fintech uh, platform here, uh, which uh, uh, certainly allows for some payments uh, in a way that uh, many of the commercial banks won't be able to. Now, uh, the name of the uh, startup is Apego, and they've launched uh, their first uh, product here called Tuma, uh, which already has uh, passed the 2,500 transaction mark and uh, rolled out the minimum viable product of this uh, uh, innovation in October of last year, which allowed South Africans to transfer funds from any instant money wallet to any bank account and uh, his name the founder of pego his name is uh, philip mgati and he joins me uh, in studio philip how you doing brother very well uh, Bonga. how you doing thank you so much for coming through i'm well thanks man thank you so much for coming through let, let, let's maybe take a step back here uh, and take a look at i guess the mobile payment space in south africa now uh, you know i remember a few years ago i think bidvest uh, uh, rallying together with vodacom tried to bring Mbesa to South Africa. Utter failure. Mm. Um, and uh, yet, if you think about a cash sender, e-wallet, and maybe, you know, e-mali uh, or whatever. Send e-mali. Yeah. Uh, send e-mali, yes, yeah, yes, yes, yeah. yes. All of those uh, work, I guess, on the assumption that it's from a bank account to a mobile number, which would give you a certain PIN, uh, and uh, that PIN would allow you to retrieve your money yes. uh, from a uh, automatic teller machine or ATM. Yeah, yeah. What's different about Tuma? Yeah, so when we looked at um, that ecosystem of instant money, um, I remember the first instant money that I received was an e-wallet, and it was around September 2019. Mm. So, um, wait, wait, you got your first e-wallet was September 2019. Yeah, so I spent six. Hey, uh, I spent six years out the country. Okay, so, okay. <laughs> yeah, I thought, how did you miss the 1.5 <laughs> craze? The no, 1. No, I didn't. I mean, yeah. like uh, you, you touched on. Firstly, you just touched on mobile money and the yes. failure of it. When you look at a uh, Vodacom bringing something like Mbeza to mm. the country. That was obviously because uh, South Africa's banking infrastructure is way more sophisticated than anywhere else in Africa, right? Sure. So we didn't really have the issues that uh, West Africa has. Yes. So some, some issues like mobile money weren't relevant here. But then when you look at uh, our instant money ecosystem, um, built our banks, e-wallets, cash send, and so on, um, I remember my experience receiving my first um, e-wallet. Uh, e it was an interesting and awkward moment. Mm. The, the, the awkward part was, um, I wasn't banking with FNB at that time. And when I received the, the, the e-wallets, I realized I had to go to an FNB ATM to withdraw it. Basically. So I was like, yeah, this is, there's, there's a lot of limits to, mm. to, to this process, right? And then the, the, it went from awkward to frustrating when I got to an ATM and there was an out-of-service sign. And I drove to that ATM, you know, and I was like, okay, now I'm not, I'm not going to drive to another mall and look for another location. I'm sure I can send this to my bank account. And at that time, obviously, I was already working on Pago and I was in mm. the fintech space. So when I realized that, Aish, I can't send it back to my bank account, 
Um, I believe F&B customers can, but if you're not an F&B customer, you can't. So at that moment, I was like, nah, this is an issue. So I got back into the office. I spoke to the team, spoke to some mentors, and we thought there was an opportunity here. So yeah, that's so the, what makes Tuma different mm. is that we sort of complete the product of these banks. We don't complete sure, them. We sure. complement them. In that, all you can do here is get an instant money uh, transfer, and then you have to go to an ATM. We're saying, what if I don't bank with you? Or what if I don't want it in mm. instant money? And it was convenient for the sender so then we allow uh, the receiver to just send it to any bank account so, that they so, want. so in a way you augment or even I guess create some form of interoperability between the different platforms that are sitting in different banks yes um, and, and I want us to talk about that because mm. you know there's a big debate happening in South Africa now for instance um, in the sort of digital space and it's part of this copyright debate with the US as well okay. around interoperability of systems and how much you know, uh, can a FNB or an APSA allow you into their system yeah. for you to be able to have some co-articulation between yeah. one, you getting the Sendimali and you then being able, I guess, to, to send that back to your account, even if you don't bank with the company yeah. that gives Sendimali. How did yeah. that work and how did that influence the MVP you ended up getting to or the minimum viable product? Yeah, so, yeah, we I attended something by NetBank, the open API stuff, and it's touching on that. Mm. But um, it's still very new in South Africa, obviously, so there's not a lot of developments. And um, to be honest with you, I only know of NetBank really um, uh, introducing that for now. And that have opened um, up their space. Yeah, 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 because you find other banks. I mean, they, I'm not going to say the names of the banks, but you'll, you'll work you it out. started, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's, I mean, I'm trying to work with these guys. Okay, sure, sure. <laughs> the, you know, there's banks who, who, who like uh, corporates, basically, mm. um, in South Africa, um, a, a, a lot, they'd want to brand the stuff as their product, do you know? Um, and so that... So that's what we've seen in terms of um, trying to work with them and this open banking, this whole open banking thing. Because even even the banks that have introduced it now, it's also still very limited, right? But it's it's a good start because mm. it's like I said, it's new, um, and the banks are opening up to that because also they're aware that fintechs in Africa are are, are booming, right? And it's either we're going to replace you or we're going to work with you. It's that type of thing, right? So yeah, I just think it's it's open API with banks opening up the the system. Um, it's 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 new. The banks are still learning about mm. it, but they're definitely open to it, and and, and they're starting to do it. And that's going to be great for startups sure, like ourselves, sure, who sure. are building products to complement what they already have out there, right? Because that's what we are. That's what startups do. We we look at the products that are there. We as customers, we say, ah, you know, this could be done better. And when we want to do it now, it's just much better starting um, at that level where you're working with the bank mm. instead of going and rebuilding because we could never build the bank's uh, uh, systems from yeah. scratch, right? You so know. I mean, a lot of people, uh, Philip, tend to think that, you know, you move from one idea, mm. born by necessity, mm -hmm. straight to now saying, hey, I've got this MVP, I've got this mm. proven concept, without really factoring in that, you know, it's also a very costly exercise, that that development process, the prototyping and the testing is a very expensive process. Maybe let us in on that, uh, you know, uh, the costs involved and uh, maybe you can give us a ballpark figure. You don't necessarily have cool. to maybe cool. share any commercially sensitive info. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll make an example. So Pago is a company uh, that um, builds Tuma, right? Mm. So, but Pago was an online payment system, a financially inclusive online payment system. Oh, okay. uh, we set out to let people without banking pay online. Mm. That's how we started as a company. And now we've just evolved into a company that builds financial technology products sure. for Africa, right? Okay. So when we built, when we started with Pago, I mean, we were back by um, we were in the Alpha Code Incubator mm. uh, that's backed by RMB yes. so we had a, quite a bit of money there to pull that product out right um, but the product went to market and we realized the size of the opportunity wasn't big enough 
So to answer your question, when you're starting a product now, I think it's more, it's not that much about money, right? Um, there's hustlers here, you know, there's guys mm. making it happen without much funding. Sure. It's, not, it's not that much about money, but it's, it's, it's about understanding the product that you're building and the market that you're building it for and doing the, the, the cheapest and the quickest test to validate what you're, you, what, what you're trying to do. Mm. So, my, so, yeah, I mean, we used to think it's all about the, the financials, but it's not. Sure. So what we've learned now is with Tuma, with Tuma, we spent a lot of time looking at the markets. Mm. We learned that there's about there's more than 50 million transactions going through instance money every year. On average, it's about 400 rand a transaction. That's over about 70 billion rand a year. <laughs> so then we were like, okay, this has our attention. Mm. With Papa, we didn't start there. We started with the ideas, great. I'd love this. Uh, let's try to get the money for it. Or now let's build it. Is that not a big lesson? Uh, not only in the mm. tech space, mm. but for all entrepreneurs of all size mm. about opportunity identification and about i guess insertion into the marketplace it's 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 very important um and it, it, it like you said it's a it, it was a huge lesson for me mm. and it's 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 a lesson that i'm very grateful that i learned at the stage where i was um because now uh anything that you look at doing you you've sort of got a process mm. now that's working or mm. that has worked so yeah understanding the opportunity one um, and then just going to test that opportunity. I'll tell you with the with the Ituma, we, we we just put out a basic uh, web application online, and we pushed it. <laughs> and what ended up happening is uh, we saw the traction, mm. we saw the, the the transactions coming in. Then we were like, yeah, people really want this. You know, now let's actually build a proper product. Aha. Okay. I've got one of our people here on uh, Twitter, Zina, saying this is a brilliant concept. At least now you don't have to cash out the funds immediately. Since this is a third-party app, I do worry about personal data, though. Uh, what are some of the contractual agreements with the banks when it comes, I guess, to data and the privacy uh, with which that data is shared? Cool. So, yeah, in, in, in terms of data, so we do the typical KYC, right? Mm. Um, if you're going to work with ba- with the bank... To know your customer, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Mm. So, because obviously there's money laundering stuff. Mm. That and FICA and all of that, yeah. Exactly. And most importantly, if you're going to be working with institutions like banks, they are they, 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 they answer to, to the Reserve Bank mm. and whatnot. To the regulator and, and the registrar, yeah. So, we, we, we would need to, to comply. So, just a, a quick answer to her would be, um, the, all the data we collect is necessary. We don't collect any data that we really don't need mm. and also we don't share that data with third parties um if we did that we'd have to get consents but at the moment uh, there's no model for us in in, in doing that right mm. all the data is just about us understanding who you are and so that we can also comply with the w- with the um, requirements that the banks give us if we uh, integrate and work with them mm-hmm. you got the mvp yeah. came out in october mm-hmm. you're now just over 2500 transactions um, yeah, we're actually now over 3,000. Over 3,000. Yeah. Okay, all right. Talk to me about route to market uh, because you're going into a space here where, yes, the banks are already yeah. there. You want to assist them. Yeah. But also the banks in many low-income communities mm-hmm. are competing with grocery retailers mm-hmm. for the same market. So the same person who would receive an e-wallet might also be the same person who goes to a money market teller at a oh. grocery retailer yeah. to go and collect money with their ID. Yeah. Um, is that in any way influencing, I guess, your own route to market and some of your strategy uh, going into the marketplace to scale this this innovation um for us in terms of scale uh the the, the only thing that we're really looking at now is um just bank uh, banks and okay. integrating with them sure. 
Um, in terms of the, the, the user personas, so mm. you, like, like you're saying, you get guys who want to use that instant money instantly and, and go get it at supermarkets, yes. or like Zena said here on Twitter, you get guys who I don't want to go and withdraw this now, mm. and I, I, I want to keep it in my bank accounts and get it whenever I want to. Sure. We, we're just focused on one in terms of scale integrating with banks so that we can operate wherever they operate, and then secondly, we're focused on um, just giving our customers control and options with their funds. Mm. That's it. Yeah. Mm. What's, what's quite interesting for me, I, I mean, about sort of the work that you guys are doing here is, you know, the ability not only to retain that money, um, but also how, you know, you can work, say, in the informal sector, where many people are already being paid through an e-wallet. And, and uh, there's always, I guess, the, the sort of risk around security issues of always carrying wads of cash. So yes, it certainly yes. does uh, uh, resolve that particular issue yeah. for many people who are paid in cash yeah. uh, and uh, out of preference or out of anything else to really revert that money back into one's bank account. What does it mean by way of fees, though? Uh, so, yeah. Um, I know you you can't answer that, but I mean, what, one would think that the banks themselves would be thinking about that. In terms of what? The fees that will charge the customer? Well, the fees you would charge the customer, but also the fees if it's different banks that the banks themselves yeah. would charge so obviously i'm 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 not going to i'm not going to talk about how we get a, 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 our model in terms of the banks don't incur costs mm. um when there's there's just a model to that in terms of the banks that we okay, bank sure. with and whatnot. but uh the the great thing also for the customer right here is you get a sender and you get a receiver mm. the banks charge cu- the senders for the instant money product yes. to send it out yes. the receiver hasn't been charged so we come and we make uh, our money from there we charge the receiver okay and then in the back end uh with in with integrating with banks mm. there's just a model there where um money moves from that bank's um instant money wallet yeah, to yeah, our yeah. bank accounts and there's no charge but we have a revenue sharing model with the banks and we give them a cut of what we charge the customer okay so if i send a Philippi Clipper, mm-hmm. uh, you know, how much does uh, Tuma take? Uh, at the moment, we're taking 10 rand. So uh, you'll, y- y- if you use Tuma to transfer funds from your instance money wallet to bank accounts, you send the Clipper, you get Taika. <laughs> 10 rand. Yeah. Taika, I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Cool, man. Let's take it. Yeah. You know, Guti, um, when you send me, when you send me like a, an e-wallet yes. or a cash send or whatever, paying that, it, yeah. it, it's it's a, it's it's around the same. And there's yeah, reasons why those costs are, are there. We didn't just like thumbs up. Okay, so, yeah. all right. Okay, yeah. okay. I'm in conversation with Philip Mgati. He's uh, uh, one of the founders here of uh, Paygo, and uh, that is a, a fintech startup here. And they've launched a uh, product. Uh, here it's a payments platform called Tuma, and uh, it allows South Africans to transfer funds from any instant money wallet uh, to any bank account. I'd love to hear some of your own perspectives on this and what uh, a product like this might mean for you uh, as a uh, transa- uh, transactional banking customer. I'd love to hear from you. Give us a ring zero eight nine double one zero double three double seven. You can also tweet us on at MetroFMSA. Use the hashtag MetroFMTalk. We continue with Philip on the other side of this. 21 minutes it is after 8 p.m. And you tuned in to a Metro FM talk here on the Mighty Metro. We're taking a look at uh, conversations in the world of technology. And I'm joined uh, in studio by uh, the founder of uh, Pago, uh, which uh, uh, operates uh, Tuma, uh, which is a, uh, a payments platform that allows you to transfer funds from any instant uh, money wallet uh, to a, any bank account. Now, uh, Philip... One of the things for me that are always of interest here, certainly if uh, you go to the market in the manner that you've painted uh, as, I guess, a complementary actor to many of the banks and their money wallet facilities. Uh, when you fully deployed this, and I guess you've got some kind of critical mass in all of these mm. different banks and uh, in the different customers, 
Revenue-wise, how much uh, do you think potentially you'll be able to, say, turn over a year? Um, yeah, so just to give a high-level overview, um, like I said, we make money from the transactions. Yes, right? yes. So annually, our data shows that there's about 50 million, at least 50 million instant money uh, transactions. And that's just... Uh, Is that monthly or daily? Uh, annually. Annually, okay, And that's sure. just coming from the two of the biggest banks with the the, uh, the most activity in instant money, right? Mm. So if you take, uh, let's say you take 40 million transactions, you times that by 5%. Um, let's say we get 5% of those 40 million, that's 2 million transactions. Mm. And then you times it by our fee. Um, you're already looking at at least 20 million. I will be um, saying, like, I'm like, hey, steps are in Aga. So okay, so how high, much? High level overview, yeah. just like from... Getting five percent of the market share, we're already looking at a revenue of twenty million rand. Um, you know, but obviously, you we'd we, we'd hope for more for a much that. bigger yeah, yeah market share than that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and it's, uh, it's, it's really it's really a space Abonga where there's very high activity, mm. um, and South Africans love using instant money now as sending money between each other. So the opportunity for us is that yeah, it's definitely there. Okay. Let's put the headphones on there. I've got one caller who'd like to uh, weigh in into our chat. He might have some questions or comments for you. And uh, he's coming all the way out from Eteguini. Bonga, good evening to you. How's it? How's it? I'm how, well, how thanks, are? man. How are you? Fine, fine. Thanks. How are you, bro? Good, man. Please go ahead. Yeah, um, I think um, finally, you know, for, for people like us who, who use the instant money, you know, instant money service on an everyday basis, you know, mm. Uh, you find that maybe 10 people will pay you 3K. We'll send you an e-wallet of 3K and you can't carry so much money, you know, in cash. For safety reasons, obviously. Can so you send 3,000 on that money wallet yeah. thing? Okay, mm, mm, all right. No, no, it's you never know, you know. Mm, okay. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I think it's, it's a service like Chuma will definitely, you know, assist us mm. in, 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 in cutting... Sure, and then, sure. Uh, you know, yeah. No, definitely, sure. my brother. And I certainly hope that you're yeah. also gonna you're gonna sign up, man. You're gonna be, certainly use uh, this particular product because, as uh, we said, we we're aiming for a proper market share, a nice critical mass, so that uh, <laughs> Philip here can really make uh, his own payday and maybe you know share some equity with uh, some of us. Are you open to investment? Um, yeah, I'll, get, I'll definitely sign up. Sure, sure, brother. Um, um, yeah, Abonga. So at the moment, um, we. We obviously are going to be looking for investments at some stage, okay. uh, but once, like again, lessons learned. You know, you want to, you want to go, you want to get that traction, you want to do the work, and mm. then when you go ask for money. Your company is also at a better valuation. Sure, and not sure. Away peanuts, and then also we do have people. Obviously, we we, we have been backed before, mm. so as power as a company, sure. So we're still leveraging that, but yeah, okay. we will, we definitely will be going for investments. We will okay. be open to it very soon when you open our fundraising Baba, round. Baba, when you yeah. open that funding round. I would like you to not do one of two things. The mm. first one, don't only go for a funding round in the States. Also open it up to us here. And then the second thing is, please come to Metro FM Talk. I think there are a lot of people with very deep pockets who would really, really like to invest in something as innovative as uh, what you guys have built here at uh, Pago in uh, the form of Tuma. So I certainly hope you can promise us that uh, when the funding ro- round opens, but also uh, that you'll make it open to uh, many, I guess, retail investors here in South Africa as well. 
100%. Awesome stuff, man. Thank you so much. All the best and uh, kudos once again, brother, for a very innovative product. Awesome. Thanks. Thanks a lot. Cool, man. That there was uh, Philip Mungati. He's the founder of uh, Pago and uh, they uh, are the owners of uh, Tuma. And uh, I'd love to hear some of your perspectives on that one. Give us a ring, 089-110-3377. And uh, that uh, was our tech conversation uh, for this Wednesday. Uh, After this brief break, I take a look at some of the big, 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 big stories of the day. And uh, we also take a look at what's happening in uh, Malutiao Pofung Municipality, all the way out uh, there in uh, Kwakwa.